This is the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network. Welcome back to the Alter Tapes on the Anatomy of a Scream pod squad. I'm Jamie of Bloody Broads. And I am AJ of Destination 180. <laughs> and this week, we are discussing 2023's Morse Code. Uh, it was directed by Mackenzie Vanderberg, written by Maurizio Ledezima. I hope I didn't butcher your name. <laughs> <laughs> and it stars Dia Frampton. Um, and I'm just going to say it like... Truly, this actually scared me, which a lot of, you know, shorts fail to do, but it scared me. So you brought me this one and I was like, okay, let me check it out because I had a few I wanted to bring to you. But when I watched this one, I was like, the, what is, the universe is so funny because I just watched <laughs> The Babadook. I just watched The Babadook and I was like, well, look at that. <laughs> Oh my God. And it is very guilt. Like look yes. at all those things packaged in one. I know. I was like, are you, are you the algorithm? Are you the one listening? <laughs> I mean, we're both Libras. So like that yeah. also, yeah. that also helps. Um, it's almost our season. Uh, <laughs> Don't remind me because I'm getting ridiculous. I'm going to oh, be no. ridiculous. Me too. But yes, that's, you know, I know it's kind of become a trope in uh, like quote-unquote indie horror now to mm -hmm. have like grief as the ghost or grief as the monster but this was so well done that it didn't come off as like schlocky or like overly emotional like it felt honest Does but that that's because it was very short and sweet see that's the thing yes. with a lot not all I think the reason why as you spoke about the trend and ran into the ground over grief and different things like that is because they're dragged out yeah and um I wouldn't use the Babadook for example because I still feel like that was very early in the game but yes. um now it's like a lot of those I'm like we could have did this in 12 minutes like we have right yeah. here <laughs> we gotta wrap this up real quick I say that a lot that like a lot of horror things that I watch would be better as like a standalone episode of an anthology tv show mm -hmm. and I think this is just such a good example because you're right like this is I would not want to see a feature of this I think it would feel too much like the Babadook meets like... Because uh, then you're going to have to flesh out um, Mara, uh, Myra Maya. and mm -hmm. her backstory and all of that stuff. And that just wait, that ruins it. I don't need to... I got everything I needed to know. I know that these are best friends. They've been... How fortunate are you to live across the street from your best friend, right? Right. So right. Um, let's think. Like, obviously, they have to be millennial age. So, you know, when we were younger, we had cell phones, but some of us did not have them at that age. So what's right. the next best thing that you guys can do? We can't, we literally can't send like birds like they used to do in the <laughs> cartoons and Mary Kate and Ashley, we can't do that. Not so what's the next best thing? We have to make a code. And yes. these little girls, it's just like, you know how, have you seen the meme where people are like, 
I was coding at like for MySpace. Mm-hmm. For MySpace. And yep. no one told me that this was a legit career I could have thrived in. You know what I'm saying? So yes. for these girls to learn Morse code, to communicate across the street from each other, that's one thing. But you know, this is something you guys grew up doing and this is how the relationship grew. We understand that. And at some point something happened and things changed. Right. I think very short, very sweet. Yes. And I think too, like, that's just the power of, I feel like female friendships, which is also a theme. I feel like that keeps getting brought up. Uh, I mean, because you're so isolated as a teenage girl, like you think Mm -hmm. you're the only one who's ever felt that way. Mm -hmm. And they were definitely, like you said, millennial age, because Mm -hmm. the moment she went into that basement and saw that flip phone playing the um, voicemail. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I only laughed because when I saw the phone and I saw it was a flip phone, but not only is it a flip phone, it has the beaded charm that hangs out of your pocket. I was like, oh. Yeah, that's it. That's the one? <laughs> yeah, no, T9 was thriving. <laughs> and <laughs> not T9, I'm having like flashbacks. Okay. Uh, but I think it was just so, it was so simple. Like they needed two locations, yeah. one physical actor and then one person to be Myra's voice. Uh, really the only props they had were the flashlight, the Morse code book, and then finding that old cell phone, you know, which Mm -hmm. honestly, I'm pretty sure if I go to my parents' house right now, like at least two of my old phones are like in my (laughs) childhood bedroom somewhere. Mm -hmm. Oh no, I just brought mine now. I have the juke, that little finger phone that like flipped up. I have that. And then I have a few of my older iPhones. Oh Let my me God. find that Nokia. I know that Nokia brick phone is in my mom's house somewhere. I know it somewhere. Is. Listen, <laughs> I I gave away my very first flip phone. Like we had to trade it in to get our new phones when that was, you know, a when, scam. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I still have my sidekick slide, and I've threatened mm-hmm. my mom so many times. I was like, "Do not throw that away." Like I will eventually. I'm. Can, I can almost promise you I'll need it for like a prop or something like I am. she's like okay okay but anyways I think it I say all that to say like what the most well executed horror specifically but really any film in general is usually the simplest concept and then you let the acting and writing elevate it yeah and my even as the story progresses I was thinking of the different ways that you can interpret what's happening. Because when we open up, um, it's you don't realize it until a little later, but it's a flashback scene of yeah. really not, I wouldn't even call it a flashback. She's basically recounting her time as she's in her therapy session. And that's another thing I have to commend her for because a lot of us at this age, we are actually taking those steps to better ourselves and kind of like reverse trauma, all those things. But a lot of times it's not represented accurately on screen. And I feel like in that session, it actually, you know, mine, um, my therapy sessions are mostly virtual. Um, I'm just more comfortable that way. And still, regardless, it felt like a genuine session. It doesn't feel like the TV ones where the therapist is trying to 
pressure the client into doing whatever or leaving things super ambiguous and then that's what kind of gives us the catalyst for the adventure no she tells her like you know did you delete the voicemail we i knew from jump she didn't delete that voicemail i know i was like be so honest yes i was like be for real exactly exactly i mean because that's one thing too I'm like, it's okay. Like, if you know, sometimes you got to hold on to something. But I mean, the thing we learned about that voicemail is she never listened to it in full. And I get it. Oh, I totally get that. I totally get that. Yes. Well, Mm -hmm. and and like, I still have, my granddad passed away last November and I still have, um, or excuse me, October. I have the birthday voice note that he left literally two weeks before he passed away and it was Mm -hmm. one of the last things that he was able to say out loud before he lost the ability to speak and I I think that's another reason this short hit so hard for me because I I only watched the first like 10 or like like two to three minutes before I recommend it to someone to cover and so I didn't actually watch it all the way through until yesterday Uh And I was like, oh, no. Okay, not the can of worms. (laughs) Right. I was like, damn, my feelings. But but the fact that she wouldn't listen to it all the way through, I mean, that adds another layer of the grief is the ghost tale that I think we don't get often is that it's Mm self-imposed. And I that just like hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, oh. I'm also happy that we didn't go the quote unquote silly route because as Same. soon as when she, okay, so, you know, we find out that I guess she actually owns the house across the street now and she's going to put it up for sale. Maybe um, Myra owned it. And once she, you know, things happened, maybe it became exactly. Stephanie's possession or whatever. But, you know, part of her grieving and coping and getting over it is I guess she's going to move away. So obviously this is probably something she struggled with for a long time, trying to actually decide if she did want to go forward and do that. But um, what ends up happening is she's trying to find a way to say goodbye. And all of a sudden she's looking out the window as she has done multiple times as a girl. And she's getting signals from across the street. And it's kind of like that, what the hell moment? No, I didn't just see that. So immediately I'm thinking like, are they about to turn this into a lights out situation? I thought Diana slash Myra is going to be over there, which I would have been down. I would have been down because I do like lights out, but also I would have been like, but this is lights out. (laughs) Yeah, no, I would have been so disappointed because I had the same thought. I was like, please not a lights out. Like, uh, it would have been fine, but it wouldn't have been Mm -hmm. as good. Like you said. And I'm glad it wasn't that way, but I'm also happy how ambiguous it was because you could have taken it so many different ways because from what it looked like to me, obviously, I do. I really do think she spent the night in that basement. I really do yes. think she sat there all night, no sleep, eyes yes. wide open. And for some people, maybe she might have dreamt of going over there and just thought about it. Maybe she didn't really go over there or I don't know. It's like an Alice in Wonderland oh, deal. Like you just I, really don't know what really yeah. happened. What if she never left that spot and just stared out the window the entire time? I literally had not considered that until you said it. And now I'm just like mind blown because Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, girl, she went to that basement and saw the, you know, heard the voice and whatever. Yeah. Because I mean, she really could have. The voice really could have lured her. Or maybe as she was staring out the window, maybe she fell asleep. We don't know. (sighs) 
we literally don't know what happened. My mouth is like wide open. I'm like, why did I not even think of that? Mm-hmm. Um, because that would have even, that's crazy. And again, it, it all goes back to it being a short instead of a feature and why it works so well. Because mm-hmm. it just leaves your mind to wander. Even though, because like I said, you can go off of both. Because if she did spend the night in the basement, obviously she got all her belongings. The belongings had to have been in the house because she's talking about packing up the house, but she can't sell it so she can move on. So that yes. very well probably really did happen in real life. But if you want to go the fantasy route, maybe she finally got the courage after she had that closure to actually finally really go in the house. And they just did us a service of not showing it. So yes. you can go both ways. Uh, my heart is so heavy, like <laughs> considering all the options only because I'm just so hyper empathetic to any story where someone's just really going through a lot of grief, but obviously a young woman our age mm-hmm. that we both can relate to. And yeah, I was kind of wondering for a second, like how she got into the house and I saw the for sale sign and I was like, did she just break and enter? And then I watched it again and I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. I did the same thing. Cause I was wondering, I was like, girl, what? Like, <laughs> I mean, you could, but you can't. Like, right. some people are not going to believe you when they find you up in there. They're not going to believe you. They're going to pick you no, a squatter. No. You can't do that. No. I mean, with the way these housing prices are looking. At this point, okay. <laughs> might have to take a little squat. <laughs> I mean. Just kidding. Yeah. Don't do not do that, you guys, as much as no. we joke about it. But mm-hmm. anyways, I, I loved this. I'm going to. My personal rating is a four out of five flashlights. And the only, reason, <laughs> the only reason I'm not giving it a perfect five mm-hmm. is the scene with the therapist at the beginning. There's just some like little clunky moments. And that's one of them where mm, I don't know, maybe I'm being really harsh about it, but I'm just like, oh, you know, this is how I would have done it, essentially. Um mm-hmm. And and the Morse code book that was that was awesome actually that was one of the yeah. highlights, but and it was a unique choice of you know hobby for these girls to pick up like you said like out of all the hobbies they could have yeah, all the used things they could have right um, I don't know it just it did it did teeter on that edge of like is this about to be a because I was thinking lights out and Babadook meets Stranger mm-hmm. Things. True. season one stranger things and i was mm-hmm. like uh please don't let her actually be down in that basement like i thought she okay, was okay like her bones first. in the basement or something right or, right yeah i don't know because i mean yeah they they really did us a service by cutting out a lot of the fat that could have been added to this because mm-hmm. um steph could have come in when the incident occurred and we've seen all that and blah 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 blah, blah. we literally just got dropped in the session thank goodness yeah <laughs> Like literally everything has happened and it does such a good job of telling you exactly what you need to know. And for that, I am going to actually give it a 4.5. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 4.5. It was actually really, really good. I actually like yes. this one a lot. Yes. Well, I'm glad that you were down to cover it because, again, I was impressed and I only watched like the first couple of minutes before I'm like, all right, yeah, this is what I want to cover because I want mm-hmm. our reactions and notes to be, you know, not too. Yeah. Yeah. Just genuine, not too overwrought or overthought. Anyways, yeah. as usual, we were vibing on the same plane. This is me being shocked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, AJ, where can the people find you and your podcast? 
Um, I'm, I'm everywhere, baby. What did Natalie mm-hmm. say? I'm international. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, she's my yes. problematic. She's my problematic queen. She is such a problem, but I can't but, help but watch the train wreck. But anyway, same. you can find me on Instagram at underscore who is she on Twitter. I don't know. Somebody took who is she. So I had to add something dumb at the front. I think it's like, but who is she? I really it's don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's something like that. <laughs> I'm like, I just hate that. Cause I try to keep it straight across the board. And I know me too. Before me, and I'm like, boo, you whore. But anyway, <laughs> um, the podcast you can find us um, at D one eighty podcast everywhere. Yeah. What about you? So I'm not really on Twitter much these days. I locked my I account down. But your <laughs> people are welcome to follow me. Um, I'm at Glitter Burrito. I'm popping over on Blue Sky, um, and I'm trying to get everybody over one invite code at a time. Same name, <laughs> Glitter Burrito. <laughs> um, Instagram is my full government name, Jamie Kirsten Howard. Uh, and you can find the podcast at Bloody Broads Pod on literally every social media platform. You name it, we're at Bloody Broads Pod on it. And we would love to see new faces in the following. Um, in the meantime, you can follow Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad on Twitter and Blue Sky as well. Don't forget to subscribe to Alter on YouTube. And you can find the creator's uh, handles linked in the show notes. So go give them a shout out if you like this short. Until next time. Bye. See ya. Squad.